0: In this episode of The Clappers, we're talking the election. We're talking acute misfortune. And we're talking,
1: like everybody's talking, Game of Thrones. This is The Clappers. This is a post election Clappers. We are living in a new Australia with the same old people. Andrew Young here, Carl Quinn there. No, I'm, I'm. You're not sure. going to go. You're not going to get all political on on people's asses here, are you? Should Should I be surprised? Are we surprised? Everybody was surprised. Yeah, but of course, with hindsight, we probably shouldn't be surprised. You know what? That's the great thing about hindsight. Yeah. In hindsight, you're yeah. never surprised. One of, one of one of my favorite quotes it might be bemused, bewildered. Oh, yeah, one of the things that I like to say, and I quote myself here. Is, oh, really? Yeah. Right. The, the famous 21st century thinker, Andrew Young. Yeah, yeah, We're going back a few years to a restaurant in Canberra and we look oh, at Was this man. the 20th century thinker, yeah, Andrew Young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going yeah. back that far? No, no that, that far. Still 21st century. And you've got two phones, Billy, walking up and down. Two phones, Billy. Walking up and down, going in and out. And I was, I was surprised, unsurprised then. I thought no one is ever going to trust that man. Uh, with a serious position, he the way he moved from Kevin. The odds, about the odds shorten. did shorten, didn't they? The odds did shorten from Kevin Rudd to Julia Gillard to Kevin Rudd. People don't have very long memories, but they're long enough to remember that. And I think that that did him irreparable. He did himself. Nothing did him. It's not an independent thing. He did himself irreparable damage. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That, so you're you're buying into the uh the uh, the the school of thought that says the election result turned out the way it did because people didn't trust Bill Shorten. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying that's that's part of it. There's no one, I don't think there's one right, thing. Right. There's there there are people who say that they tried yep. to roll out too many policies and people were confused. They they should have just stayed with two or three and hammered them home. There's there's, there's something in that argument. There's yep. something in the argument that they treated Queenslanders like a lesser species of human, which I'm I'm not entirely, you know, in, in
0: not entirely to... disagreeing with that well, school of yeah. thought? Yeah.
1: Uh, you know you know, why I'm a Queenslander, nominally. I've noticed. Yeah, there are okay. many ways that you yeah. portray yourself as a <laughs> Queenslander, and, and I try to point them out in the most sensitive, kindest way possible. And <sighs> you still yeah, that, that is kick is in the butt. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> find it that kind or sensitive. I really don't. <laughs> Being
0: locked in the shed out the back and left there for days on end, I don't find it kind or sensitive.
1: A diet of thin gruel on yeah. the laundry floor. Yeah. So, I I feel that that they they were outmaneuvered and outplayed uh, the the Australian Labor Party. How good? Situation. How good is coal? See, I think about that, and I I saw that thing on the the Charlie Pickering show. It's called the Weekly. Mm. They had a little skit onto not not so much ad men, two PR men trying to work up a new type of Scott Morrison. And, right. and it was it was hilarious. Right. It was hilarious. And and again, when you think, when people talk about elites, when people talk about the average Australian and not understanding the average Australian, I, I wonder about things like that that I find tremendously hilarious. A friend of mine sent me a text message, and he's still my friend, and he said, strange how those Queenslanders took no notice of the uh, – Stop Adani Mine posters in those $2 million Fitzroy terraces. <laughs> he has a point. He certainly does. He, he certainly does. So it's, it's a confluence, isn't it? And it's something that is uh, my personal view is, is that I, I have no liking of either – political leader as the prime minister of Australia so it's not i can't say that i'm happy and i can't say that i'm disappointed i can't I'm, you know it's it's not about those feelings it's about the really serious issues and important issues of climate climate change and energy policy that's that, that transcend whoever is sitting in that public seat. education public yeah. health yeah. Uh, funding the abc and yeah, the arts absolutely um, and there's the ABC. a whole range there, of there issues that have nothing to do with my feelings about yeah. one party or the other yeah and I th- oh, well, I think more to the point about one individual or the other. Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah.
0: The, the way this got turned into some sort of presidential uh, contest. I mean, and it always does to a degree. Yeah. But the idea, and I heard a lot on Sunday and Monday from mm-hmm. people saying, "Oh, I just didn't like Bill Shorten."
1: Mm-hmm. It's like so. Yeah,
0: I know. So well, that's what I, I mean. Say. Wh- I who say in politics do you really you. think I that know. if you got to know them all that well, you were going to sit down and go, "Yeah." I like. I like you that be,
1: You should be very suspicious if you start liking a politician. Mm. If a politician comes along and you start and they start being charming and friendly mm. and you start liking them, mm. well, all, all reason. And abstract thought fly out the window there because then you start falling in love.
0: I, I, look, I don't want to say. I don't want to. I, I, I realize that what I just said there makes it seem mm. that I'm I'm suggesting that no politician has any redeeming qualities. I think that's not the case. I think that no. I think that many of them I are think probably you were saying the opposite. Actually, no, no, I think no. You I'm not saying that saying. to
1: like somebody. It, 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 it should have nothing to do with that. It should be about their policies. I'm, talk, and the I'm way they talking talking about them as people. I was saying yes. if you
0: sat down and and oh. spend any time with a politician. Yada, right? The where where I was going with that okay. is, you're gonna if you if you if you got your brain working, you're gonna go. Oh, it's a politician, and mm-hmm. I don't believe them, don't trust them, whatever. At some level, and th- there is truth in that. But I also think that many of them are actually on a personal level. They're actually th- those that I've I've met and mm-hmm. uh, spent not a lot of time with lunch. But- no actually I've no. never I've never You've lunch, with lunch with a politician. No that's that's on my bucket list. Radio <laughs> stars,
1: TV stars, minor film stars, the occasional editrix or or directrix but but no no politicians. No 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 politics. No politics. Annabelle Crab I think has got you um there she's yeah, had a lot of meals with a lot of politicians. She
0: has she has what I all I'm getting at is that I think they're they're not all people that you wouldn't warm to at some level. But yeah, they play a game. Not, that's right? not relevant. They play really. a game. It shouldn't
1: be relevant whether right. whether you like them, whether you don't like them. People, I I like you. I'm infuriated when people tell me, I, not that I walk down the street and people, say, Andrew, let me tell you about Penny Wong. You know, Penny Wong has all of a sudden developed such charisma, mm. such charm, and gosh, you don't want to be liking them. You want to be a uh, you want to be Crit- scrutinizing scrutinizing them, scrutinizing them and right. analyzing. Yeah where their policies are and the likelihood of them actually being able to deliver on their promises. That's what you should do. There you
0: shouldn't a, like them. There was a sort of a post-election rap by uh, Paul Barry on, on Media Watch on mm-hmm. Monday that that had a, as part of that, it had a little sort of showreel of moments of, of uh, Scott Morrison out there. Drinking beer, playing footy, mm. doing all these kind of like regular Aussie bloke kind of things, yeah. right? They were all for the TV cameras. So yeah. There were all these little moments that reinforce see. this idea that he's just a bloke like us. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have you have Bill Shorten uh, trying to explain somewhat complex policy positions mm-hmm. and how they will be funded and so on. Uh, and and I suppose in the wash, some people will say that he didn't do a good enough job of it, or Labor didn't do a good enough job of that. Mm-hmm. Leave that aside for a moment, but the contrast in in uh, the optics, as they say, yeah. in in uh, the world of political uh, messaging, were were quite stark. You know, the contrast was quite stark. It was you had this bloke who's like us, you had this bloke over here who's a wonk, you know, mm. who is disconnected, who is not one of us, and that's you know, some level. That's all a
1: lot of people will probably have engaged with. Yep, and agreed, that, agreed. And it's been a long time since we've had an extraordinary person as the Prime Minister of this country. People want an ordinary person as Prime Minister. And we shouldn't. We should want somebody extraordinary because it's a really difficult job and it requires extraordinary skill in negotiating and in diplomacy. An ordinary person is not fit for the job of Prime I'm going to say something really controversial here. Okay. Amanda Vanston okay. wrote a Did column
0: you? on Monday, well, I think it was on Monday, uh, post Election, mm. and uh, I actually agreed with some of what she was saying. That's interesting. Yeah, I felt felt my uh, felt very bad mm. as
1: as I was doing so. I don't think i I think I'm yet to agree with anything, <laughs> Mandy V, utters uh, or writes. But there could come a time when I'm like you, the Queenslander, sitting opposite me. She talked about. Uh, the sort of nastiness in politics,
0: and she she laid the blame of that, some of the blame of that, or a lot of the blame of that, at the All feet of Paul Keating. It. Yeah, yes, she's right, and I, that's right. Yes, I think right. she is right. I mean, it's really, it's very easy to laud Keating for his his sharp, pithy one-liners and put downs of of opponents, and his and his fairly broad grasp of of you know international politics and mm-hmm. and and of the economy and all the rest there were a lot yeah. of things to admire yeah, about getting, sure. yeah. but There's there was a, a nastiness and there and a, and, a, yeah. and a, uh, an uncivility mm-hmm. that i think we have seen uh flower yes horribly
1: yeah I, I agree sense. did he call the senate unrepresentative unrepresentative swill i think that may have yeah. been a phrase see i don't think that that's that that, that's not worthy of anybody who has a decent vocabulary it's not quick it's not clever it's not funny it's just kind of dirty and rude and that kind of talk doesn't impress me and it never did i was never i never he didn't impress me as a a a master of the bon mo at all Mm. Uh, and i never found his quips particularly clever or funny Except the tip of the iceberg, he's all iceberg, and he's all tip and no iceberg about John Houston. I thought that was that was very clever, um, but generally, as as a rule, yeah, nasty and rude, and you know, here's here's the good news, right? Okay, it's only three years. Yeah, all right. Here's the bad news. Yeah, who knows what'll be left lot, in three a, years? Well, that's the thing. A lot can a lot can happen in three years. Uh, uh, there's there's a, a a lot to. I was going to say, look forward to a lot to be worried about and mm. a lot. Uh, People will be marching in the streets again for what good it does. You know, there'll be state elections held between now and then that may have some form or shape or effect. You know, it's going to be very interesting. Did you watch the coverage? Oh, I did. I never, I never missed the coverage. I, I, I know you were what network? F- you have having your fence party? No, I wasn't. No, uh, no. no. Um, I watched the ABC because obviously Anthony Green, mm-hmm. uh, but but also also Laura Tingle and Crab, uh, who has a sharp mind, in spite of those kooky glasses. Um, but I did try to flip over to Channel Nine from time to time. Mm. Um, didn't. Didn't get to see enough of Alan Jones looking like he was sitting on a really long spike. I didn't see any and of Seven's such, coverage. Was, was, it, was it Seven, Alan Jones? Seven had Jones. He was so uncomfortable. I saw yeah. a little – and it was just – oh, man, I wish I'd watched all of that.
0: I was back and forth between the ABC and getting. Nine, and yeah. I thought there was a lot to like about both of them, to be yeah. honest. And – um and surprisingly, and again, I, I surprised myself in thinking that Julie Bishop on Nine, yeah, and Arthur Sinodinos on on the that, ABC that were both business. quite good. Oh, the shoot, yeah, it was, oh. it was, a yeah, whatever. We'll you know leave that aside. But one thing yeah. that I thought was really interesting about Sinodinos uh, was the sort of suggestion, muted suggestion, not yeah. not overt, but it nudging up the uh, the idea that Morrison now has clean air. Right, Abbott's gone. Yeah, Tony Abbott is gone. Yeah. Uh, he's not enthralled to the hard right in the way that well Abbott was a member of the hard right. He was the leader. He was the leader of the hard right, yes. And he's not not sort of, uh, I guess, uh, in a pincer movement in the way Mm -hmm. that Turnbull was. Yep. So he's actually got the opportunity here to actually do something that carves a more moderate position mm-hmm. for, for this government.
1: Kevin Andrews is did he retire? Is he still in power? I'm not sure he's about still Andrews. still there. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're yeah. all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they,
0: but they don't have the spoiler in, in you yeah. know in the ranks and, and the spoiler in the bruiser. Speaking of that And uh, but but the, you know, I think Synodinus was saying without saying, yeah, that he's got the opportunity and he's got the moral obligation To actually do something about climate.
1: Should he wish? Should he wish? Should he, in inverted commas, commas, believe? Mm. Should he believe?
0: Adam Cullen. Are you familiar with Adam Cullen, the painter? No. 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 Portrait painter. uh, Died in uh, 2012, I think it was. Mm. He was 46 years old. He's the subject of uh, the book Acute Misfortune, which has now been turned into a film, Acute Misfortune, starring Daniel Henschel as Adam Cullen and uh, Toby Wallace as Eric Jensen, the journalist. He was 19 years old Mm -hmm. as a journalist at the Sydney Morning Herald when he was sent to interview Adam Cullen Mm -hmm. uh, and wrote a profile of him for Spectrum. And then after it was published, uh, Cullen said to him, I've, you know, there's, there's a contract uh, for, for a biography on me. Um, I think it was uh, Thames and Hudson who was suggesting had uh, got this in place. I'd like you to write it. So uh, Jensen then spent four years mm-hmm. basically living in the pocket of Cullen, spending an awful lot of time. I don't. I, I haven't read the book, so I don't know exactly yeah, how okay. much time, and I also don't know whether the book is necessarily clear about how much time. But over a period of four years, he spent a lot of time with Cullen, spent a lot of time actually in his house, living in his house, and uh, you know, meeting his friends and blah blah blah. Researching this this biography before it was published, it became obvious or that Cullen there was no contract. It was it had all been a fabrication and uh, a hoax. I don't know An what they would call hoax. it. <laughs> uh, no, I think so. we're not in angry <laughs> penguins territory here. This is uh, it was more about. Um, how to put it? It was a about lonely man wanting al- somebody yeah, to listen to him. Uh, yes, essentially. Really? That, okay. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. it was that. And uh, th- so Jensen ended up with reams and reams of notebooks full of, uh, full of you know, a- accounts of his time with with Cullen. Turned it into a book, "Acute Misfortune." Right, and uh, what was, does that refer to? The title? Uh, it's a, l- it's um, it's a line uh, that. Something uh, it was just something that Cullen said, and it was to do with uh, like an illness he'd had. uh, He'd had an operation, something to do with gallbladder or pancreas or something. But it you know it seemed to sum up his view of existence. I think really. Okay. Um, Anyway, so so the book came out. Uh, was acclaimed Eric okay. Eric Jensen uh went on to become the uh the editor of the Saturday paper and and yeah, the uh, name's familiar to me. He's now uh, editor-in-chief of Black uh Black Ink Ink I think yes. Mm-hmm. Um and Not scribe or text. No no it's it's uh, the Maury Schwartz mob. I, I just I'm trying to remember whether it's Black Ink or Black Black Books or Black no, no, it's Publishing. Black Ink. It's Black it's Ink. Black 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 Ink. Is, yes. That is yeah. the yeah. parent company yep, it yeah is okay. Black so Ink. all right so at uh, Black Ink mm-hmm. um and uh so he's co-written this, the screenplay of this with the director, Thomas M. Wright. Often not a good idea, sometimes uh, a good idea. Well, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, I think it probably uh, it allows for a shaping of things that aren't necessarily in the book as well yep. that might work their way into… But a,
1: sc- a screenplay requires t- so many different attributes than a novel or a… a- Does it now? Thanks. 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 you Yeah, Uh, me more about it. um, Please do. Yeah. Some other time. I've got copious (laughs) notes on screenplays and screenplay writing that I can bring to our next recording, and I'll just read from them.
0: Excellent. I'm sure. Everybody's benefit. That will be a delight for everybody. (laughs) Anyway, it's uh, it's it's an it's an odd film. It's really it's quite sort of um, a little bit episodic. Yeah. A little bit sort of. Almost dreamlike at times mm-hmm. in, in its sort of camera movements and and sort of way the way things are just sort of they just sort of unfold in front of the camera and you're not necessarily getting sort of uh, this in this scene this happens and then that progresses to that scene. It's just kind oh. of little fragments, almost sort of impressionistic um, mm. you know moments that are captured and it, the, the so relationship became really quite abusive. Okay, and from, from who? who from Cullen uh, towards Jensen. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he was sexually attracted to um, Jensen who, when we first meet him in the film, is in a, uh, a gay relationship. Yep, uh, Jensen or? Jensen yep. is in a gay relationship. Cullen is ostensibly heterosexual. Okay. But was sexually attracted to him and it became a kind of a something that was not – resolved and mm. was a source of kind of tension. Cullen's persona in his paintings. He yes. won the Archibald Prize in 2000 okay. for a portrait of David Wenham. That's probably the most famous oh, yeah. painting. I think I've seen Yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen uh, yeah. A bit sort of like David Larwell kind of style, big yeah. brush strokes and, you know, kind of quite crude
1: sort of – Can't help thinking about Norma Desmond and Joe Gillis when you talk about – Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> really. I suppose so. That's Down a bit- on his luck. <laughs>
0: You know, there's a sunset. The hill, there is a sunset. Journalist in turns
1: up at faded movie star's house, is engaged <laughs> as her biographer, in inverted mm. commas, and he ends up face down in a kidney-shaped swimming pool.
0: Well, there's Jensen, uh, Jensen still
1: lives. Jensen still lives. So right. at least that ending doesn't happen. But he was shot
0: by Cullen at okay. one point. Yeah. all right, okay. Clearly not fatally. Yes. yes. Anyway, it's, it's a very, very interesting piece of work. It's interesting in the way it's shot. It's interesting mm-hmm. in the subject matter. hmm it's not necessarily a pleasant experience because no, really right. subject matter is toxic mas- masculinity, I think. Okay, and, all right. Uh, and there was something in Cullen that was very performative okay. about being uber-masculine. Okay. And yep. that sat very uncomfortably with the fact that he was sexually attracted to Jensen. Yep. Uh, and that sort of informed… Is he dead, that I, that Cullen? Cullen? Yeah, he died in 2012. You said that, didn't you, 2012? Did, yeah.
1: yeah. He's still S- dead. He's still, <laughs> still dead. <laughs> So that's, that's unfortunate uh, in a sense because we don't hear any – Or it's acutely misfortunate. F- acutely misfortunate. His views on – That's the, right. The, the, did, he was alive when the book came out? No. Ah, uh, see? That's yeah. unfortunate too. That's acutely misfortunate. Very, very acutely misfortunate uh, for so Adam we Cullen. really have one man's word. We do. Yeah, I'm sure there are friends of Cullen who said, yeah, this is exactly what he was like, or no, travesty. I think it's uh, accepted that it was a pretty accurate portrait. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's worth
1: catching. uh, Once again, well, not once again, today you've brought along a film that sounds like something that I would actually like to watch. Right.
0: Well, then hurry up. It sounds like something I would like to watch. Because it's it's an Australian film, a low-budget film. It's
1: a limited release. Okay. Get off your butt and go and see it or you'll miss it. Okay. Thanks for that tip. And that goes for everybody else, I imagine, too. If they want to see it, they should (laughs) – Make haste. To the cinema. Well
0: I was looking at your eyes, but you know, if if somehow I could he, look he down the list, barrel listener, of the scene. He means
1: you, not me. You. He knows I don't go anywhere or do anything ever in my life. What did that say? Um uh, everything in my life ends up in work. People try to elevate
0: themselves and transcend. Uh, but there's absolutely nowhere to go. It's better if we just go down. Because
1: you don't know shit until you live it. Uh, until then, it's just a fucking, fucking idea. idea. I know you want to talk about this, so let's just get it over with and then we never, ever have to speak of it again. What are you talking of? I think you know what I'm talking I don't of. know what you're talking of. So you're gonna make me say it. I'm gonna make you say it. Are you really? Are you really gonna make me say <laughs> it? I, I'm gonna drag it out of you. Oh, that was humorous. Don't be dragging anything out of me, Carl Quinn. <laughs> what is this game you're playing? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. You thrown me. Uh, lost. yes, okay. All
0: right, let's let's just get it out of there. Game of Thrones, it's finally ended. I can't believe I engaged in that banter even. I, I, nor can to, I, we frankly. Have to, we, have to, we have to cut that Frank, all no, out. No, no, no. I think we have, it, we have to loop it. We have to loop it. Over and over and over. Okay, so, so yes, Game yeah. of Thrones. I've said over. Game of Thrones is
1: over. Eight seasons, nine Finally. years, seventy-three episodes, and people are pissed off. Do you think it was? It should have been over because there are a few shows that drag on and and perhaps should have ended after the third I or love fourth. How you did that again? Drag on. Yeah. Do you feel that that it 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 was right to go to eight seasons or it should have ended a few seasons ago, like with with the end of the books? I
0: think no. I think that the, there's a. There was a logical narrative arc to this, and it it did have to go, whether it had to go to eight seasons or to perhaps nine seasons, Mm -hmm. uh, or whether it should have been. Well, okay, this has been one of the (laughs) main. Oh, dear. Well, We'll come back. We'll come back to Andrew. I'll just go and get the oxygen. I think he's in in need of a bit of help there. No,
1: ten. I asked for ten
0: seasons. Well, there's been a, a lot of the complaining yep. I, let's just frame this okay, by saying right, that yes. there's been a lot of negative pushback on the way this series has wrapped. Okay. Okay. Uh I think there's a lot of people already saying that Game of Thrones finale is one of the worst in history.
1: Okay, really? Yes. Yes. Can, what what are
0: some other ones that are uh, Seinfeld gets roundly oh, that's, slammed.
1: That's a terrible last Lost episode.
0: gets roundly slammed. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, look—you know, yeah. the people have oh, "How I Met Your Mother" got pretty, pretty okay. slated, yeah, yeah, um, and there are there are sort of legitimate reasons why people have mm-hmm. problems with all of those, but that you can also mount a defence of them. Yeah, and I would I would mount a defence of the finale of Ga- Game of Thrones. Not necessarily in terms of its execution as a single episode of TV uh, within that, within that uh, stretch, but as a conclusion mm-hmm. to a, a bunch of character arcs and narrative arcs and a uh, thematic resolution. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was a consistency to it, I think. Ultimately, it, it comes down to politics triumphing over force, right? So mm-hmm. sitting down and finding a solution over negotiation and compromise is much better than chopping somebody's head off. That's where it ends up, okay? Yep. Now, you, you and I may say, well, that's op- that's bloody obvious, of course, and uh, I think it's fair to say that George R.R. R. Martin, who, who created this world, is, is a Democrat and a pacifist, and uh-huh. it makes absolute sense. But over the, the trajectory of the series, it's been incredibly violent and bloody and mm. driven by warfare and conflict and power plays through the most primitive means. Mm-hmm. Uh so to find, for it to end there, I think may- maybe there are some people who find that sort of somehow out of keeping with what it's been
1: about. I don't know. It should have been a bloodbath, you think. So you think that's the main problem? Like, I, th- I think that's everyone one. Everyone smiled and possibly. shook hands at the end and they think, no, there should be another bloodbath. Possibly. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, and I want to be a little bit careful about what I say because there will be some people who are listening okay. who have not yet seen everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. It's it's out there. The world is aware that this thing has ended. There's been a lot of discussion. There will be a lot more discussion yeah. o- of it, I'm
1: sure. But this time um, next week, everybody who needs to have seen no, this episode no, no, will no, have seen no. it. No, absolutely no. not. No, really? and, and uh, I was asked this question I today I was about watching it today.
0: I was asked this question today about what is the statute of limitations on spoilers? Yeah, right. Okay. And I I honestly don't know. I think for something like Game of Thrones, which was simulcast in 170 countries, right. Yeah. Everybody got it at the same time. You, of course, not everybody's watching it at the same time because mm-hmm. it was eight p.m. in in uh, you know America. It was yeah. two a.m. in in the UK. It was eleven a.m. here. People will watch it when they watch it, but it'll mostly be over the the course of probably a week. I had the right? plumber at my
1: house. Eleven thirty a.m. today. Right, was he watching Game of Thrones? He was a bit. It late. was a daylight. He said, "He said, look, mate, I'm <laughs> I'm going to have to finish this job up quickly because I've got to watch Game of Thrones." No, he didn't. We didn't. He and I actually, our whole entire conversations had nothing to do with Game of Thrones. I. I Believe, believe it or you. not? No, I don't believe you. No, I don't believe you. No. I, I really don't believe you. I knew you wouldn't. No, okay.
0: No, no, I mean, there are people who are still saying, oh, but I'm only up to season three. And oh. it's kind of like, oh, come on. You know,
1: no. you've had five years. No. You've had five no, years. No, 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 no. Those so, books, how long have those books been out?
0: Uh, well, they're not finished. So the books oh, aren't, okay. so you can't you can't cite the books as your, uh, you know, yep. the timeline there. It, there's, I think you give it a couple of weeks, maybe. Okay, a couple of weeks. All
1: right, because uh, there'll be articles it. right there in uh, magazines yeah. and uh, headlines, yeah. banners saying, yeah. "the the yeah. you know the this marriage, thing happened, the marriage of so and so and so and so, who expected it? Marriage of Lannister and Lannister." You, you don't have to try very hard to find spoilers yeah.
0: already. Okay. Usually, I mean, yeah. I wrote something, and but it, it, it has up the top spoilers. Okay, so we could say now spoilers, but like, I'm not going to.
1: No, dwell not too ahead. much
0: on plot. But what, what I was going to say is that yeah. over the first six seasons, it was a ten-episode series, yeah. right? and then because of uh, the scale of what they were trying to achieve and the yeah. and the budgetary demands of that, they decided to compress. So season seven was seven episodes. This season has been six episodes. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've what. Ordinarily would have been over the normal run of how they would pace things. It would have been an eighty episode arc to get to the conclusion. Yeah. It was done in seventy three. Mm. Okay, so good maths. Thank you. So there's an argument that they've basically uh, you know shortchanged the story by seven episodes, and. and now you can you can roll your eyes and all the rest they're of it. But longer episodes. They are like longer episodes. They long, are longer right? episodes, I and mean, I haven't done I haven't done the No, they're not all an hour and a half oh, long. Okay. They're between uh, this season between about fifty seven and eighty two minutes. What kind of so. nerds get
1: hooked like hung up on this nonsense that uh, they've okay. been short changed episodes? Well. Now,
0: no, it's and not. It's not, about, the it's not about. It's not about you so owe I me four, four of, episodes. Right. So what it sounds like. No, it's about the pace of the storytelling. Right. Okay. okay. There is a rhythm to the storytelling that has evolved over you know a ten s- episode series, mm-hmm. and then when you try to move to uh, a, f- a resolution in a shorter spread of episodes, mm-hmm. but you're still moving from place to place. You've still got a multitude of characters to deal with. You've still got multiple storylines. There's, a, there's an argument that they've basically tried to jam things too much. Oh, okay. So characters have begun to behave in ways that are inconsistent with okay. what we've known of them up to that point. Okay. The universe that's been created starts to, you know, things happen that should not by... The, the laws of that universe you can't say for, oh, for spoiling well no no but I mean things like travel time for instance that's well, the most that's the most it. obvious yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, yeah, of yeah. glaring error to, yeah. to my mind uh, there are you know behavior of um, dra- well, dragons for instance I mean I'm not going to be spoiling too much to say that these dragons which are amazing invincible and powerful creatures suddenly out of nowhere become incredibly vulnerable yeah you know so it's kind of there are things that just don't make a lot of sense if you want to go really nitty gritty and serious and and say mm. okay, I ha- according to the you know the hundred point scale of of uh, consistency, y- you're dropping here. So yeah, I have some sympathy with that position. Yeah, but I also think this season concluded with like incredible visual uh, spectacles. I mean, notwithstanding the problems of the third episode that one set at night, the penultimate episode I think was fantastic, absolutely amazing. It really was very much about the horrors of war Mm -hmm. and the the atrocities that are committed in the the name of righteousness Mm -hmm. and liberation. Yep. And it was super powerful, really, really powerful drama, I thought, and visually spectacular. And, yes, it was a little bit rushed at the end. Yeah. But I felt like where we got to
1: was, it made sense. Okay, okay. So it didn't defy its own internal logic. Whatever, I d- I didn't whatever think so. happened to each character? You went, yep, yep, I, I, I think get that that person does this. That person does this. Makes sense. Follows good. I think there was a little bit of narrative shorthand
0: going on in it. Okay, and as a result of that, you maybe got some sort of dialogue clunkiness and maybe some performative mm-hmm. wobbliness that is not ideal mm. in in you know the finale of. You know, probably uh, by most, by many measures, the biggest show that's ever existed in, yep. in terms okay. of yeah. uh, television drama. So people are, well, but I think on are, are okay. angry. Yeah. You're looking at it. There was a petition. Who's... There was a petition circulated last week that that demanded, and a million people signed this, <laughs> demanded that they reshoot the final season, that they do it again, do it properly this time. <laughs> you see, you see. <laughs> Oh. Look, it, it's a really interesting phenomenon because this sense what, of a ownership, phenomenon
1: of idiots—that's no, never been interesting. Oh, well, no, come on, okay, that's that's unfair. It's idiots a sense of the emotional
0: buy-in from people. You yeah. know, they've invested so much in this in mm-hmm. terms of, uh, you know, what they expect well, they pay from Fox this story. Tell. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. not is... talking about the dollars. I'm talking about the time and the emotional energy and okay. the the empathy that it's, that's that's mm-hmm. expended on this story and the the buying into what happens. Yeah, I mean, yes, Foxtel subscription or you or you know you. Bandwidth, if you're downloading it or mm. torrenting it, you know, on mm. the sly, whatever it might be, but it's really an emotional investment that people make, okay, and an attention investment and
1: time. And well, it's a time. I think the main investment would probably be time because it's not the main. It, it, that's not uh, the main. It's investment. hard to see how you could get emotionally invested in Mate, this television.
0: Seventy three hours. It's it's 24 hour days of your life. You know, it's not it's, it's not time stage, that is the at major my investment stage of
1: life. Where <laughs> I am, I feel that that. Is an incredible and major investment and one that I take very seriously. I I just don't have 73 hours to throw away. I'm not saying that watching this show was throwing away 73 hours. For you it would have been. For a lot of people it was not. I'm not saying that it is at all. I'm just saying that um, it Mm. was never anything more – because I watched a couple of episodes – at various points in it, It was never th- anything more than vaguely interesting. Um, I didn't like the dialogue. I didn't like the grammar. I didn't like the acting. I didn't like... Uh, uh, the storylines I liked, um, but, but the, the acting I didn't like and the script I didn't like. And then when you take... Those, that's a, large, a lot, not a that's lot a large, left. That's you, a large, you like the breasts, right? yeah. is that what you're saying? <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> and I think I'm led to believe that they didn't last all the way through anyway. Like so many shows, they give you a lot of like stuff... Like so many breasts. <laughs> ...up front, right at the start, and then it tapers off until you don't yeah. see anymore. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: well, yeah. pers- Personally, I think the, the dialing back on the breasts mm. was
1: actually a, a
0: good thing. It oh, was,
1: I'm, it's not for me to say. It's not for me to say good or bad or indifferent. I don't mind. But... I. I yeah, I, I could never have gotten emotionally invested in this the way I'm trying to think of some some really The Wire? Yeah, yeah, I loved The Wire. I watched all of was there three seasons of Five. that? Five. Five. And I actually, you know what? I reckon I did get invested especially in the the various um McNulty. Well, no, the drug dealers. Oh, really? Those characters yeah. I found resonated with me and I had a, a unrealistic because this is not how I am in the world but yeah. a, an empathy and a sympathy with various different characters in that of course Idris Elba gang in there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so so yeah that there's an example of a show that was well written and well acted
0: yeah yeah look i mean you can uh, you can pull holes in Game yeah. of Thrones and i i i, I think that uh, they're valid points that there were mm. there were moments where the acting was not as great as you'd hope, there were moments where the plot, the the scripting was a little bit sort of heavy, and in, in sort of the dialogue was a bit mm. sort of expository and wooden, and all the rest of it. But, but over over the duration, I think it it was it was a magnificent TV experience. I th- I really think so. I, I
1: don't doubt. But it but, was. I, but
0: I don't think you could dip in and out and no. and feel that connection. You yeah. you kind of you know if you bought into it, yeah. Then I think it paid off, but but the point I'd be, I'd be making here is that there are a lot of people who think that they invested those 73, well, let's call it 73 hours, they invested yeah. those 73 hours and for about 60 odd hours, it was a, a very worthwhile yeah, investment, okay. All right. and can then- Can you see the difference? Uh, I, I can see, yes, I can you to can some see, degree. You can
1: point, okay, here, it's, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great, oh, no, oh, no, 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 yeah. To some degree, okay,
0: but right. but I but I think also not. I mean, I think that I mean I've said this before. I think there was a kind of a nerdy pushback around like, oh, we're now out of the the Martin territory and we're into the the uh, Benioff and Weiss territory. They're the yep. TV uh, show creator producers, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're not they're not legitimate. You know, mm-hmm. the Martin stuff, which takes us up to yep. probably close to the end of season six, is is real, and yep. then beyond that well, we're beyond the wall now. We're into <laughs> unknown, uncharted territory. Yeah, yeah. And the, the the hardhead geeks, I think, kind of pulled holes in that, which is not to say that they didn't have some legitimacy to their complaints. But sure. ultimately it's like, man, what we got here mm-hmm. was spectacle TV unlike anything we have ever seen before. I don't know if we'll ever see it again because the budgets that were thrown at that are – you know, but did it? Would you say it made money? Given it, uh, money. So many people have watched it. Well, a show like Game of Thrones. I mean, if you're talking about as it, a business proposition, yeah, right. Uh, it makes money by being sold to multiple territories. Yeah, okay. So it makes so it makes money it, by driving
1: subscriptions. So however much it cost, yeah, that cost can be justified because more money was made than was spent. I presume so. I mean, yeah. they also sell advertising yeah, yeah, in it. Well, so, so, I mean, this so, so when you say, oh, it, it, we'll, we'll never see anything like it again because it costs so much, well, that's not why we'll never see anything like it again because whatever it costs, it, it more than money. Well, matter. Well,
0: HBO, which yeah. commissioned it, and Foxtel, which screened it here, yeah. are companies that are, are no longer as – they don't have the clean air that they had yeah. uh, eight, nine years ago. Because of the other – Because of streaming services. That's right, yeah, yeah. because cable cutting they call it in the States – a whole range of things. Yeah. So the dynamics of the industry are changing. I, mm. I, and I, I yeah, genuinely okay. yep. think yep. that there is a chance we will never see a show mm. of that scale again. Mm. There, mm. Are yeah. three, there are three There are spin-offs in the works. Three? Yeah. One Because they're a, always great. One, one of them is a the prequel. <laughs> well, they may or may they not be Well, come on. Better Call Saul is yeah, a that, great that, spin-off. That's true. That is a that great is spin-off. That is true.
1: And the Fargo TV series is yep. unimaginably – Excellent. I can't imagine how you can take a film that is so complete and then do three sets of T V series off yeah. it that are all just fantastic and frightening and hilarious and Mary Tyler Moore. Show. Of course, Lou Grant, Mary Tyler Moore, Rhoda. Um and I think there was Frasier. There was another one. Well Frasier is, is brilliant personified. And it was a spin off from Cheers. Yes. So Cheers was not a good show. Oh, Cheers was a good show. Don't be like that. I'm bit what like, what, have a, a opinion, <laughs> have, have a critical bone in my body. Don't be like that. Agree with me. I'm Carl Quinn. In this space, Do you know I what? want you to give me some clear air. Yeah, yeah. Come north and agree with me. So oh, all right, be for, like that, as if it, I could stop you. That's <laughs> it for Game of Thrones. This is the last you'll ever hear of us speaking about this television program again until the prequels come out and the sequels and the bequels.
0: They're the in-between ones, aren't they?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it looks like you've wasted another portion of your rapidly rapidly diminishing allotment or span of, what, three score and ten years with us today. And thank you for doing so. Yeah, we appreciate it. We we, we really appreciate that you listen and that you get engaged with us on the Facebook uh, page. We enjoy doing it in in spite of it, it. it may not sound like it. Might it might not sound like it at all, but we actually really enjoy ourselves doing this and we're glad that you're listening. And that's the last time you'll ever hear me saying anything remotely humble or kind or, or, or even in, in, in the vicinity of a thank you.
0: Oh, I'm just checking him to see what's really happened. What's
1: happened to the real Andrew Young? where he go? Where'd he go? So well, Triffin's sitting opposite I've me. Got, I've got a bit of a chest, I think it's affecting me. I'm feeling a bit sick. <laughs> my, valves you're make, my, my you're glands. making peace
0: with the world before you <laughs> shuffle off this mortal coil just before I- <coughs> oh that's it from me Carl yes. Quinn and that's really it from him yes goodbye